You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 294 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. And I'm Katie. And this episode is sponsored by Frederic LaSalle. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Today, we will be discussing our favorite moments from our favorite characters throughout books one through six. So make sure that you've read all of those. And if you want to listen to our episodes, that would be great. We love a good <laughs> download number. Oh my God, <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, we are going to bibble our way through the details today my friend what does that mean i forget <laughs> I do too. We just looked it it's something to do with food <laughs> oh it's when you eat loudly it's when Is you it? eat and chew, chew loud. eat and chew loud. oh my god eat and chew loudly <laughs> can i tell you what people googled what is Bibble in? Where does Bibble come from? Does Bibble have a girlfriend? What is this? <laughs> oh my gosh. Fair, it's from, there's a character from something called Fairytopia. Barbie's Bibble. Mm, bibble our way through the details. We're going to Bibble our way through the details. Um, but before we begin, we have weekly profit news with Megan. But before Megan wants to do that, I thought about oh. this this morning. This is the Tiffany show. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, this is a Megan appreciation moment because we have so many behind the scenes things of like what we have to do, forms we have to fill out. Places to book, travel to book, um, stuff like that. And I want to show my appreciation for Megan because you have a certain way about doing these things. You know what you're doing. <laughs> 
And Thanks. Katie and I would be lost in the sauce if it wasn't for you and all your behind the scenes things and your vast knowledge of like prep and travel. And I wanted to take a moment and tell everybody it, this podcast is a lot of work. Okay. We all do. <laughs> we all do our fair share, but our summers are insane because that's yeah. like con season and um, event season for us. And that's our busy season for our podcast. And there's so much front loading of stuff that we have to do. And Megan takes on like a huge chunk of that. And I just want to say thank you so much because otherwise Katie and I would be sticking our thumbs out on the highway trying to get a ride to Chicago (laughs) (laughs) and Kent and uh, anytime we go to Orlando. So thank you for everything that you do. Truly. I can't second that enough. We'd I just be so lost. It's it's so lost. some of those things are like you know, and I, and I talk about this in real in like my my this is my real life, but like my I guess my personal life where it's like these adulting <laughs> things that you just have to put on a list and just cross them off, and you will put that stuff off for as long as humanly possible. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and I just I've gotten I've gotten into a groove the past couple days where I'm just like you know let's like knock some stuff off and I'm just you know applause feels good. Yeah, feels we've been good, a, we yeah. got and we've been in a groove lately, kind of like getting stuff done. Like I said, this is probably the busiest summer that we've ever had. Yeah. Um. Me personally, I'm traveling more this summer than I have in many, 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 many moons. Yeah. Um, And I just, I don't know. I just wanted to make sure that you were recognized for your hard work because I have never booked a hotel (laughs) (laughs) or a flight (laughs) or anything like that for that matter. And um, we would not be at these events if it wasn't for Megan. Well, thank you. 100%. I love you guys. Thank you. Love you. I'm so excited for this summer. It's going to be so much fun. Yes. It really is. Yes. Let's talk about some of those things. So, yeah, speaking of, I would basically because we've been <laughs> on this role of just like booking things, getting things in order, discussing what we're going to talk about at each event, et cetera, et cetera. And like some things got finalized finally, which is like always such a good feeling. So our first event is the Wizardly world of kent um weekend it is friday and saturday july oh my gosh is it the 28th and 29th oh right yeah it <laughs> is okay yeah. Um, <laughs> so july 28th is always it's the friday so it's always like more an evening thing they usually have the wobbly wizard bar crawl they have a five and three fourth k through kent university um And then Saturday is like the all day event with the vendor village and the events. So we are putting on a live podcast at Kent that has been confirmed for Saturday. We are also going to be doing two costume contests, a kids costume contest and an adult costume contest. All proceeds from the costume contest like to join it. I don't think that we have like finalized how much anything's going to be yet, but like that news Mm -hmm. is TBA. 
but all proceeds from it are going to go to the American Cancer Society to help um, support Katie's running and her training and obviously also just the American Cancer Society. Like, it is to go to her fundraisers for her Run Disney um, events. Um, And we're also going to have a booth in the Vendor Village this year again, which is going to be very exciting. So we're going to have some new merch. We're going to have... I'm I'm thinking that we're going to try to design, like, a photo backdrop or something for people um, mm-hmm. to, like, take a photo. And, like, when we're not doing our events, we're going to be hanging out at the booth to just, like, hang yeah. out and talk to you guys. And um, if you ever don't see us, it's because we're on a bathroom break or shoving food in our face. Yep. <laughs> That's pretty yep. much it. And, yes, to answer every single person's question, the thousands of you that listen to this podcast, Danny DeVito, Cardboard Cutout, will, will be, be in attendance. Yes, yes for sure. <laughs> and he will be wearing a Swish and Flick shirt. Oh, of course. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and then, so, this is why this summer is just so crazy. So, literally, the next weekend is LeakyCon. Um, mm. So, LeakyCon is August 4th, 5th, and 6th. We have been accepted for a Swish and Flick live podcast, a Court of Swish and Flick live podcast, and also we will be hosting a Sarah J. Moss meetup. Um, And we're also going to have a podcast booth there with opportunities to hang out and chat. We'll be selling merch. We're going to have ribbons, guys. I'm telling you, I know I've said this every (laughs) time. I have a list of ideas and they are getting ordered by this weekend. <laughs> and we so, do have a list. I feel yes, like when we, we make lists, list. things happen. I agree. Yeah, a thousand percent. <laughs> so ribbons, we're going to have so many options of ribbons. You guys aren't even going to know what to choose from. So like, <laughs> that's what this is coming to. I'm going to go way overboard because I have failed the past like three leaky cons to bring ribbons. So, <laughs> well, um, to be fair, the first one we didn't know. I know. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> true. Um, so we're yeah. So make sure that you check us out at our booth. It's called it's a joint booth with a bunch of Harry Potter podcasts and it is yeah. going to be the Wizarding Wireless Collective. Um, so we're going to be hanging out there and like doing shifts at the booth as well, just like with opportunities to hang out and chat with you guys. Mm-hmm. Um and then obviously just enjoying the con as well. So if you see us at Leaky Con, like, please come say hey. It would be so awesome. So, yeah, I was just like, finally, we got like some finalization and I'm just like getting really excited about it. So I wanted to like reiterate everything that is going on this summer for you guys. We're also like talking about maybe going to Steel City Con because Cormac McLaggen is going to be there. It's in Pittsburgh. But it is the weekend after LeakyCon, so that would be like three weekends in a row. But um, maybe. Didn't they announce another Potter actor? Who else is coming? Cormac McLaggen. Oh. Oh. Um, um, Wait. Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis. Yes. Sorry. I was thinking <laughs> oh, I didn't even hear that. Yeah, they announced Warwick Davis. Um, uh, when did they do that? I missed that. Like maybe two weeks ago? Yeah, Ooh. maybe. It's pretty T-ray. recent. What you doing? Okay. So I thought that that would be like super sweet. We were kind of thinking of like meeting Cormac McLaggen and having him sign a McCormick Spice. <laughs> I'm doing it. I can't stand this. <laughs> I can't stand this. Should She's we gonna do be that? like what? <laughs> <laughs> if we did that, we're just nerds, would man. anybody be interested in it as like a giveaway? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Maybe oh we can use it as an ACS fundraiser. Yes, I was oh going to say, let's yes. do a fundraiser. Uh, let's do a fundraiser. That's a great idea. Okay, so. But what's We're definitely getting. Yeah, okay, so we need Should ideas. Send a couple. <laughs> Send us what spice yeah, you think you should sign. Give us spice ideas. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So oh yeah. So gosh. that's our intense summer. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Make sure that you follow us on your preferred podcast listening platform and share this episode with your friends because if you like us, then they could too, and that would be cool. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube at Swish and Flick Podcast and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Swish Flick Cast. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, head on over to patreon.com forward slash swishflickcast. Supporting our podcast keeps us going and it gives you access to our exclusive Felix Files episodes, our Discord channel, live recordings, trivia games, Swish swag boxes, and more. Thank you all so much for your support. As always, we are still accepting Potter stories. Also, if you just want to send us any fun things, questions, or concerns, you can always send any of those things to our email, which is swishflickcast at gmail.com. Wait a Dot cam. Um, it's time. <laughs> Recap. Are you bibbling? I'm bibbling. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with uh, that? like three minutes ago <laughs> hey but you remembered it unlike uh, us forgetting well, what bibble true. meant that's now true. i'll never forget <laughs> <laughs> okay recap we talked about hot werewolf theories mm-hmm. uh we spent the whole time speaking about my one true fictional love uh it was a good time and a sad time because when you talk about him it's really sad yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. still He's keeping sad, on going sad man you are sad, sad strange, strange man. man. <laughs> you have my pity. Farewell. <laughs> I love that movie so much. I do it too. So good. I do too. <laughs> we were in St. Louis and we took, we saw a, a book and it said something about Darjeeling. And immediately oh, yeah. we were like, we have to send this to Tiffany. <laughs> Sucking down Darjeeling. Darjeeling. <laughs> I, Mrs. Nesbitt. <laughs> oh, my gosh. God. Okay. So the summary of what we are doing today is we are chatting about our favorite characters. We will be talking about our favorite moments from our favorite characters from Sorcerer's Stone all the way to Half-Blood Prince. Tiffany has chosen Albus, Percival, Wolfric, Brian, Dumbledore. Uh, I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Please say it the correct way. Albus Percival. Wait. Albus Percival <laughs> Wolfric Brian. Dumbledore. <laughs> Brian. Brian. Um, I chose Hermione and Katie chose Remus. Remus. Are we surprised by any of these things? Um, No, I want to look how long Katie's notes are. Well, to Megan be fair, and I were over the moon. You guys were <laughs> he didn't extra. have stuff in every book like our characters did. Megan, your notes! <laughs> <laughs> They're so long! I'm sorry. Heaven help us all! Oh it's just copy-pasted. I don't think a Swish doc has ever been 25 pages long, but here we are. <laughs> Is it 25 pages? Yes! <laughs> Oh no. 
<laughs> what? You might have to cut some of the this. Is t- <laughs> 25 stinking pages. I thought oh I had my. a lot. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, my Lanta. Okay. It's not going to be. Don't say that. It's, it's not going to be a five hour episode. It a three hour tour. Um, I don't know why, but I thought, oh my God, maybe I shouldn't say it, but you said, you sang it like that. And then my brain went tinky winky dipsy. And that's not it. That's those are nope. <laughs> <laughs> the professor and Mary Ann. <laughs> <laughs> I need um, school to be over so I can actually be a person again. <laughs> you are so close <laughs> and broken. Uh, okay, so I have obviously my main dude, Dumbledore, and there were so many things uh, from these books that I was like, "Oh, I like that. Oh, I like that. Oh, I like that." So. I'm just kind of going to roll through these. Some of them we can like stop and chat on if you guys have thoughts, but I have um, no thoughts on anything regarding him. No thoughts, just vibes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, I put a lot of like direct quotes. Maybe that's why mine looks so long. Me too. Ew. That's yeah. That's why mine. Okay. Is, yeah. Um. So one of my first things that I really liked about uh. Sorcerer Stone was like the chat with the mirror of Erised. Mm-hmm. Um, and just there's a lot of like really heavy hitting quotes from this book. And so the mirror will be moved to a new home tomorrow, Harry. And I ask that you not go looking for it again. If you ever do run across it, you will now be prepared. Okay. Well, was just cute. Um, and then this one, this is, I feel like this is a line that's huge in the fandom. It does not do to dwell on dreams and forget to live. Remember that, which is true. True. Cause a lot of us, I feel like do a bunch of planning and then don't do a bunch of like, actually like putting things into motion. Can I say something about that quote though? Because absolutely, I kind of hate it. Oh, go for it. <laughs> I hate that quote. I feel Why? like it can be used it can be used in like a negative connotation when like it doesn't need to be like, I get what you're saying. It's like, okay, yeah. Like we plan things and then we're just like waiting, waiting, waiting for them to happen. And they don't, Mm -hmm. but like it also like could be heard as like, don't stop dreaming and just live in reality when it's like dreams Mm. are also good. You know what I mean? Like having dreams is not a bad thing. No, and, I never thought about it that way. And like every time I because I remember thinking this way for the very first time when that brand new collection came out at Universal where it was mm-hmm. like different quotes on like it was like black with the text on a mug. And then there was like a black pillow with the text embroidered on it. And that was one of the quotes that was on there. And like Katie and I were looking and we we're like, oh, we really want to get one. Like, which one do we want? Mm-hmm. And obviously I think of that quote. And I'm always just like, oh, yeah, that's that's such a popular quote. Like, I like it. And then I like st- stared at it and I was like, I don't think I like it. <laughs> so yeah, my interpretation, like yeah, my interpretation of that quote is um, we spend so much time 
thinking of what we would want to be and dreaming of what we want to happen or how we could be X, Y, Z that, that we spend so much time doing that, that we don't put our dreams into action. Mm -hmm. That's how I kind of, that's how, that's what I thought. I think that I like it. uh, I like it more in like the whole context of the conversation. But whenever Mm -hmm. I'm seeing like that specific line just called out by itself on a piece of merch, that was when I was like, "Uh, I don't like that. You know what I mean? But like, but then like thinking, (laughs) no, I agree deeper about the actual meaning of what he was saying. It's like, okay. Yeah. But like people aren't always, a lot of people aren't us. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? We're say. like, we just do this we all the time. Apart. Yeah, right, right. Where you all mean... we do is talk about Harry Potter. Like, <laughs> normal people don't take <laughs> McCormick spices to <laughs> movie actors at cons. Exactly. I'm literally, I'm literally <laughs> exactly. on McCormick's website trying to decide. What's Get out, what's Katie. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he doesn't have a rule where he won't sign like anything but a photo. That would be oh. so disappointing. I'll bring a photo of a spice. Should we, should we do? Dude, bring both. In case. Should we bring chili powder because he thinks he's hot? Oh, that's a good oh one. Oh my gosh. Oh my I was God. thinking okay. allspice. Allspice? Allspice. Someone said uh, no salt. How about dill weed? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Katie. Sorry. Terrible. <laughs> okay, continue. Oh, man. Okay. Um. And then when Harry asks him what he sees in the mirror and I love the way that like young Harry, 11 year old Harry thinks about this question after he asks it. Um, So he's like, I see myself holding a pair of thick woolen socks. Right. And Harry thinks Dumbledore might not have been quite truthful, but then he thought as he showed scab- shoved scabbers off his pillow, it had been quite a personal question. And I think that that's really cute. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's a real personal question. <laughs> but socks, you know? Yeah. Um, And then the chat after Harry meets Quirrell and Voldyface, um, there's like a ton of nods to the future and perhaps nods to the past. Um, I just pulled like some quotes from this conversation Um, in regards to Nicholas Fulmel. I think he says, after all to the well-organized mind, death is but the next great adventure. I really like that quote because a lot of times, and I mean, if we think about our own humanity and how brief this is um it can be very daunting but um you know i like believing obviously being a christian uh in in heaven so i like that it's the next great adventure right um yeah and then we have <laughs> oh this is a good one the trouble is humans do not have a knack of choosing precisely humans do have a knack of choosing precisely those things that are worse for them. Why do we do this? Because that's very true. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes we just pick things that are just mm -mm -mm. not, not good. I wonder if that is a little bit of a call to the past for him. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
little Grindelwald. Little Grindy action there. Yeah. yeah. That that friendship, those thought processes. Um, I feel like that's something that he probably battles with daily. Yeah. I don't know why. I just I just feel like it is. Um and then this, the truth, Dumbledore side, is a beautiful and terrible thing and should therefore be treated with great caution. However, I shall answer your questions unless I have a very good reason not to, in which case I beg you, you'll forgive me. I shall not, of course, lie. Um, I appreciate the honesty behind that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we could argue forever about the choices that Dumbledore made and the information he withheld throughout the years. But, um, in the end where we, we got where we needed to get, I suppose. And Harry, Harry's not mad at Dumbledore for it in the end. So I'm not going to go against that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and just talking about what happened with his parents And how uh, Harry says, well, Voldemort said that he only killed my mother because she tried to stop him from killing me. But why would he want to kill me in the first place? Dumbledore sighed very deeply at this. Alas, the first thing you asked me, I cannot tell you. Not today, not now. You will know one day. Put it from your mind for now, Harry. When you are older, I know you hate to hear this. When you are ready, you will know. That's, I mean. It's literally true, though. Literally, can you so imagine? True. Like straight up, though, the people who are mad for at Dumbledore for withholding information when he's eleven years old—that's not tell the time. that to an eleven-year-old. I mean, you just can't. Not, not when the need is now. You know what I mean? Like Voldemort yeah. isn't at full power. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's stuff. I mean, there's stuff that I don't tell Alana because right. it's not appropriate. So, like, I don't know. We and it's can... not that you're lying. She's just not ready. Or yeah. he's just not ready. It's not that you'll never tell right. them. But So, yeah. I mean, if people can try and argue with me all they want, but no. <clears throat> and like Mike in the chat just said, particularly after he just went through a very traumatic event. Right. Like, now is not oh, the time. By the way, you have to die. Right. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's just, yeah. no. Um, cause like, why would you even have the will to live any of your years? Yeah. Right. And that's, that's the thing. If you have, if you knew your clock, let's think of it this way. If you knew date time that you would cease from this world, what would you do with your time? travel you know why can't he live his life yeah because if you tell him what's that gonna do to a kid we're 30 year old 30 somethings you know mm-hmm. <laughs> 30 somethings <laughs> no truly well, we're all different ages so like what's that gonna do to a kid some kids shut down you know you never he know. also doesn't know Harry well enough yet. No, not at all. <laughs> Definitely not. I think he can see glimpses of who Harry can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Especially for a kid who should have turned out not good. 
like mm-hmm. Harry did. You know, right. you can see right. that right off the bat because Dumbledore knows what situation he was in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you go, and then Harry's like, <laughs> why can't Quirrell touch me? And Dumbledore says, your mother died to save you. If there's one thing Voldemort cannot understand, it is love. He didn't realize that love as powerful as your mother's for you leaves its own mark not a scar not a visible sign to have been loved so deeply even though the person who loved us is gone will give us some protection forever um that makes me think of ariana Mm -hmm. Um, i'm not sure about his relationship with his mother um I don't know Aberforth, if it was super good. Yeah, I I just feel like something was off there. And Aberforth says that like Ariana, uh, he was Ariana's favorite, but you know we don't know anything about Ariana and her relationship with. I'm gonna say Albus, which is weird to say. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. So yeah, so we we're not sure. I mean, the way that Dumbledore acts around that whole thing makes me feel that their relationship was very good. Mm -hmm. I I just think that maybe that summer that we hear about and all we hear is Aberforth's side, um, but we don't know about any of the other times. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like what Vinny just said. He said, this quote is 100% the author talking about herself as she wrote this book in big part because of her mother's death. Mm. Okay. That gives me feels. Um, yeah. So it's in your very skin, quarrel full of hatred, greed, and ambition. Um, sharing his soul with Voldemort could not touch you for this reason. It was agony to touch a person marked by something so good. Um, then he talks about the invisibility cloak. Ah, your father happened to leave it in my possession, and I thought you might like it. Useful things. Your father... Use it mainly for sneaking off to the kitchens to steal food when he was here. <laughs> Solid. Was James yeah. a Hufflepuff? It took Harry a long time to make it to the kitchens. Yeah, four Especially years. Especially because years, he yeah. told him right here. I would have been the next the next day I was out of that hospital wing. I'd have been like, where's the kitchens? Right? I gotta find them. <laughs> and uh, that's just like a call out to... Um, Deathly Hallows and that whole conversation around um oh seven. Go ahead, bingo, people. Ding um, da, ding ding. <laughs> you know, when they're talking about the Deathly Hallows and Harry's trying to justify that they're real to Hermione and, and she's not she's not having it. Um and finally, alas, earwax. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Sounds yes. terrible. All right. Chamber of Secrets. <clears throat> largely in part all these moments are from the end of the book well mid to end um i just like his ba-ness mm-hmm. i want it understood cornelius that haggard has my full confidence that dumbledore frowning at fudge so i like that because he's standing up for haggard yes yeah. That's one of my favorite moments. Because yeah, I love that moment. McGonagall mentions it like later on in the series. And it's like, finally, people understand that they can trust him. And Harry protects him in Seven as well when they, when like pretty much everybody in the order automatically assumes that Haggard is the person 
that I let slip the fly of the seven potters plan Mm. because they were like, you know, somebody talked because they knew it was tonight and blah, 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 blah. You want to know something sad? Dumbledore is the only person that we know of that has Hagrid's back until Harry, the end of six. We and Harry. Well, but there are still, there are moments where the trio doesn't. Yeah, you're right. Dumbledore's yeah. the only one who's like a hundred percent solid. Yeah, since he was like thirteen. And honestly, out of the whole trio, Hermione probably gives him the most support. I agree. But Dumbledore definitely. Well, I will say I think Hermione and Harry flip flop because I think Harry, a lot of the time, his first in- instinct is like, to "No, let's Hagrid. go to Hagrid." Yeah. And Hermione will sometimes be like, uh, it's after hours, you're dumb, we can't do that. And Harry's like, I don't care. But then you've got the whole, you're going to talk about it later when she helped him out big time in three. So, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So it flip-flops. Mm. Yeah. Dumbledore's loyalty to him, though, just like knows no bounds, you know? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, for sure. Sorry about my coughing, you guys. My allergies are off the hook. Dude, you know, my um, nose just leave. is so itchy right now. I keep <laughs> like, like, I'm like, ugh. I swear to God, I'm not picking my nose. It's itchy. Well, you missed Whatever. your allergy meds a couple days. <laughs> I know. Like Philly. Mm. Um, I have to talk about this next part. And then I have to talk about something that we talked about in a previous episode where we were what I think is wrong. Okay. Quote, however, said Dumbledore, speaking very slowly and clearly so that none of them could miss a word. You will find that I will only truly have left this school when none here are loyal to me. You will also find that help will always be given at Hogwarts to those who ask for it. For a second, Harry was almost sure Dumbledore's eyes flicked toward the corner where he and Ron stood hidden. We talked about Dumbledore being able to um, see through Mm -hmm. the Cloak of Invisibility. But... Because this moment came up in our discussion. Mm -hmm. But none of us ever talked about what was going on before this line. Do you want to know? Is it? Tell me. (laughs) Harry and Ron were elbowing each other and making audible sounds. (laughs) Yeah. I also, somebody else mentioned, I think maybe <laughs> after the recording, that there was extra mugs on the table. Yeah, well. I said that. Yeah. I said that yeah. during, okay, I think. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that, so he he was just, you know. Smart. Yep. <laughs> and, could, and could hear them because they were like shushing each other yeah. and making sounds. And he knows that Harry does have the cloak. So right. two and so two together. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. So he's accepted. like looking toward where the sound came from. All right. Yes. Anywho. Um, but I I like that because Harry thinks about that in order to get um the sword of Gryffindor and whatnot. Yeah. Um I like this a lot. Because his eyes are twinkling. First of all, Harry, I want to thank you, said Dumbledore. Eyes twinkling again. You must have shown me real loyalty down in the chamber. Nothing but that could have called Fox to you. Oh, a mm. wee bird. Oh, and the only bird that I like. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> He's red like a cardinal. I know. Love it. Twice cool. Um, And then connecting Harry's... uh. 
Slytherinisms. I like this. Uh, you can speak Parseltongue, Harry, said Dumbledore calmly. Calmly. Because Lord Voldemort, who is the last remaining descendant of Salazar Slytherin, can speak Parseltongue. Unless I am much mistaken, he transferred some of his own powers to you the night he gave you that scar. Not something he intended to do, I'm sure. Um, read between the lines. <laughs> like, Harry would have never known because he doesn't know what Horcruxes are. But, like, that's, like, a huge, like... Me, 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 me. That's gonna come <laughs> up later. You are part Voldemort. Um, part Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> I like um, when he tells him that only a true Gryffindor could have pulled that out of the hat, Harry. And I'm like, yeah, makes me feel like a lion. I know, and I think that that is such like a call out to Neville and Seven too. Mm-hmm. Only a true Gryffindor. Because so many people were like, ew, there's Neville and Gryffindor. Because he's amazing. That's he's freaking awesome. Yeah. I love Neville. Deserves to be there. Absolutely. Uh, and I love how he just straight up owns Lucius Malfoy. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's. I think Lucius says prove it when they're talking about slipping the, the diary into Jenny's cauldron. And he says, oh, no one will be able to do that, said Dumbledore, smiling at Harry. Not now that Riddle has vanished from the book. On the other hand, I would advise you, Lucius, not to go giving out any more of Lord Voldemort's old school things. If any more of them find their way into innocent hands, I think Arthur Weasley, for one, will make sure that they are traced back to you. (laughs) Yes. I didn't hear you say, like, his things from school that were old. I heard, like, he's got some stuff that's old school. (laughs) Oh, ah! And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Old school things. Old school. That's hilarious. All right. Let's go to Katie's fave book. The best book. (sighs) Owl's Caban. This (laughs) is mainly towards the end. Um, Because we always have these gigantic conversations with Dumbledore at the ends of these books, right? He's kind of like... Grifting around, you never really see Even him. Even in seven, when he's dead. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> when he's dead, he still manages to have a big conversation. <laughs> True. <laughs> um. So this is after all the garbageness that happens, um, in the Shrieking Shack and Whomping Willow and all of that. Quote: Dumbledore looked up. A wide smile appeared under the long silver mustache. Well, he said quietly. I love that in the movie. I think he did that really well. We did it, said Harry breathlessly. Sirius has gone on Buckbeak. Dumbledore beamed at them. Well done, I think. He listened intently for any sound within the hospital wing. Yes, I think you've gone to get inside. I'll lock you in. And I just like that because I don't know. It's just he trusted them so much. And some people will probably be like, oh, my God, they're kids. But, like, these are different kind of kids. Also, this is a fantasy world. I don't know if we need to remember that. (laughs) 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 Tiffany. But, like, truly, I just I just like it because not I, I feel like kids deserve that confidence and trust from adults. It makes them feel good. Um. I don't know, because I, I, I work with kids every single day. Obviously, I have my own. And when your kids know that you trust them, 
and you believe them, it makes like all the difference in the world. For sure. And Dumbledore didn't have to believe them in their story. Right? Yeah. It sounds insane. This guy who's been dead for 12 years is, is a, rat? a rat. Okay. Right? And he's been sleeping in your best friend's bed. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> who's going to believe this? And this guy right? who's a mass murderer isn't a mass murderer at all. And they did a little <laughs> switch, switch, switcheroo. Right. Yep. Like, it does sound just, insane. It does. Yeah. He did not. He definitely didn't have to believe them. He could have questioned them. He could have went searching for more answers. But no, 100% had faith in them. Because these are different kids. Um, I like what Kara said. It's so mm-hmm. important to make sure kids feel heard and believed. Absolutely. All right. He does a great on. job with that. Uh... Harry's feeling a little down in the dumps because like his whole plans for his future that he didn't know that he wasn't going to be able to have anyway, um, are gone. And he's, and he's says to Dumbledore that it didn't make any difference what they did. And he goes, didn't make any difference said Dumbledore quietly. It made all the difference in the world. Harry, you helped uncover the truth. You saved an innocent man from a terrible fate. Terrible is not a good enough word for what would have happened to him. Um, I just realized Remus says that in the movie. Yeah, you're right. It is that yeah. exact quote. They gave a Dumbledore quote to Remus. Because he's freaking awesome. Remus. <laughs> I really want a root beer. Just really, just really thought about root beer. I don't know why I said any <laughs> intrusive thoughts, as Brian oh Spears would say. <laughs> Do you have a counter, Meg's intrusive thought counter? I really want a sarsaparilla. Go like this. Sarsaparilla. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, oh, my God. And then they're talking about Trelawney and how she made a prediction. And Dumbledore looked mildly impressed. You know, Harry, I think she, it, it, she might have might have made a real prediction. He said thoughtfully, <laughs> Who'd have thought it? That brings her total of real predictions up to two. I should offer her a pay raise. <laughs> <laughs> he is so savage sometimes. Uh, oh my gosh. Uh, but Harry looked at him aghast. How could Dumbledore take this so calmly? Hmm. Interesting word, calmly. <laughs> um, Michael Gambin. <laughs> and then we... Uh, talk about like the time turner we being harry and dumbledore and consequences of our actions are always so complicated so diverse that predicting the future is very difficult business indeed because humans make split decisions all the time and then he goes on to say professor trelawney bless her is living proof of that you did a very noble thing in saving Pettigrew's life here we go but if it helps voldemort back to power Pettigrew owes his life to you. You have sent Voldemort, a deputy who is in your debt. When one wizard saves another wizard's life, it creates a certain bond, Hedstrium, between them. (laughs) And I am much mistaken if Voldemort wants his servant in the debt of Harry Potter. Boom. Roasted. That is like major foreshadowing to Pettigrew. Yeah. Yeah. Pettigrew's death. Yeah. Do you think if Voldemort knew that he was in a life debt, he would have killed him? Or do you I, think he doesn't? I think he kind of did kill him, didn't he? Well, no, I meant like but b- I mean, beforehand. 
No, I, th- no, I right. think it was his intention. He's like, well, I know he's going to owe Harry someday. So when he does cross me, this hand will kill him. Now, do you think he necessarily knew that Pettigrew was going to have anything to owe him? Or was Voldemort banking on the fact that Pettigrew himself was a liar and not to be trusted and was weak in his mind and would show (gasps) that weakness? Yeah. Was he with? Sorry, finish. No, I was going to say, I think he just put a curse on that hand with Mm -hmm. any sense of weakness or sympathy or anything like that. Like the curse is kill you. It's a silver sick hand. A silver sick hand. (laughs) What were you going to say? I was going to say, did he live with the Weasley family because he's a weasel? But he's a rat. But like. He like weaseled his way out of his situation by going and living with the Weasleys. That is true. Right? Snaps for that. I'll take it. That's good. Just good. It's Weaselton. Um, no, it's Weaselton. It's Weaselton. <laughs> Weaselton. Weaselton. It's Weaselton. Um. Oh, Harry's like, I don't want to bond with Pettigrew. He betrayed my parents. And then Dumbledore says, this is magic at its deepest, most impenetrable, Harry. But trust me, the time may come when you will be very glad you saved Pettigrew's life. A couple years from now, in a dungeon, under a manor, in a very weird way. And I would like to point out that Harry Potter and Ron Weasley also tried to save his life in that moment. Yes, you're correct. Mm-hmm. Harry, better people than me. You wonderful human, you. I gotta hurry up through this. Uh, you think the dead we have loved ever truly leave us? You think that we don't recall then more clearly ever in times of great trouble? Your father is alive in you, Harry, and shows himself more plainly when you have need of him. How else could you produce that particular Patronus? Prongs rode again last night, and I really like that because it's deep and it's meaningful. Mm-hmm. He lives in you. <laughs> he lives in me. <laughs> Goblet of fire. Hot cup of fire. Sorry. Uh, Can I have I, a cup of water? Like, he let it cool. I just need to know it was hot first. Sorry, <laughs> I'm the worst. <laughs> no, I didn't order that. I like this because it's also a savage moment um, and it just shows the playfulness of Dumbledore. Mr. Filch, the caretaker, has asked me to tell you that the list of objects forbidden inside the castle has this year been extended to include screaming yo-yos, fanged frisbees, and ever-bashing boomerangs. The full list comprises some 437 items, I believe, and can be viewed in Mr. Filch's office if anybody would like to check it. The corners of Dumbledore's mouth twitched. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then he just like casually is like, um, the forbidden forests are out of bounds. Don't go there. And then some people are going to hogs me this year. I'm like, bro, just so cash. Some people, but not Harry. The forest can kill you. Can we mention this for these first years? (laughs) Harry can go this year. It's goblet. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
Apparently, they don't care about the uh, permission slip after third year. If you don't get it signed even for fourth year, since you're a fourth year, you can go. No, serious. Black signed it. Oh, that's right. Never mind. You're right. But like, you wow, right? I'm a, am I a fan? <laughs> Fake fan. <laughs> Fake fan. <laughs> Who's Eileen Brent? So random. <laughs> um, and here's another savage moment. I am not joking, Mr. Weasley, he said, though now that you mention it, I did hear an excellent one over the summer about a troll, a hag, and a leprechaun who all go into a bar. Professor McGonagall cleared her throat loudly. Or maybe this is not the time. No, said Professor, <laughs> said Dumbledore. Where was I? <laughs> He's I'd so, like to just know silly this in this book. He is, yeah. but like that's who he is. And I like that because as I'm like, I like that we can wear hats, right? I'm a professional and I feel like I know my stuff when it comes to the world of education, right? But then on the other hand, I can put on my other hat and I'm like a kid at heart mm-hmm. and I love these books and I love video games. Like I just, I enjoy that. It's so nice to see people who are professionals be real and silly and fun. And I just like that. Yeah. Um, this is everybody's favorite professor dumbledore was now looking down at harry who looked right back at him trying to discern discern the expression of the eyes behind the half moon spectacles did you put your name into the goblet of fire harry he asked calmly mic drop okay no say it say it right Why does he sound like that? He sounds like a mad Santa Claus. And I don't know why. (laughs) My God. Uh, Fast forward to the very sad ending of this book that might be, I don't know. It's just really sad. Uh, This is after they come back with the port key. Harry, you can't help him now. It's over. Let go. He wanted me to bring him back, Harry muttered. It seemed important to explain this. He wanted me to bring him back to his parents. Um, That's right, Harry. Just let go now. Dumbledore bent down and with extraordinary strength for a man so old and thin, raised Harry from the ground and set him on his feet. Hmm. Is that what he said to himself before? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, He probably had a long time to think about the right thing to say in a situation like that. You know what I mean though? Like mm-hmm. he probably didn't have anybody to say that to him, but that looking back on it is something he wished somebody would have said to him. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this is where you see the first time you see the strength and power of him. Really? Like truly. <laughs> Stupefy, there was a blinding flash of red night and a great splintering and crashing. The door of Moody's office was blasted apart. Moody was thrown backwards onto the office floor. Harry was still staring at the place where Moody's face. Hey, this is Megan from Swish and Flick. I wanted to tell you all about Book of the Month. I love the curated list of books that is available every month. It makes it so easy to find something for you. Book of the Month focuses on new and upcoming authors. It's really helped me to venture beyond my regular genres. I am so excited at the start of every month to see what book of the month has picked. And what's better than getting a cute blue box in the mail with a book in it? I was so excited to see this month The Paradise Problem by Christina Lauren was a pick. 
You guys know how much I love their writing. I've already started it, and it's everything you could expect from a Christina Lauren novel. Book of the Month is offering a great intro offer for the month of May. You get your first book for $5 with the code PETALS, P-E-T-A-L-S, and shipping is always free. Head on over to bookofthemonth.com and use code PETALS. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Had been, saw Dumbledore, Professor Snape, and Professor McGonagall looking back at him out of the faux glass. He looked around and saw the three of them standing in the doorway. Dumbledore in front, his wand outstretched. At that moment, Harry fully understood for the first time why people said Dumbledore was the only wizard Voldemort had ever feared. The look upon Dumbledore's face as he stared down at the unconscious form of Mad-Eye Moody was more terrible than Harry could have ever imagined. There was no benign smile upon Dumbledore's face, no twinkle in the eyes behind the spectacles. There was cold fury in every line of the ancient face, a sense of power radiated from Dumbledore as though he were giving off burning heat. He stepped into the office, placed a foot underneath Moody's unconscious body, and kicked him over onto his back so that his face was visible. Can I get an amen up in here? You know what I mean? Yes! Let's go. That's some power, and I'm here for it. Yeah. Not only it's- can we make jokes, we can kick your butt, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope when he kicked him over, everyone could see his purple high-heeled boots. Yes. I thought Litter, you were going to say, like, his purple underwear or something. What? I don't know. <laughs> Dumbledore would wear purple underwear. He would. <laughs> I approve that make- decision. Yeah. <laughs> what i was thinking that's why i thought it probably it. matches it probably matches <laughs> he strikes me as somebody that would match the undergarments to the outer garments you know what i mean yeah, yeah. i do, and do his shoes <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um i like your shoes thanks to match my underwear thanks <laughs> <laughs> then we get into them talking about what happened when harry and cedric t- took the port key um he said my blood would make him stronger than if he'd used some, someone else's, Harry told Dumbledore. He said the protection my mother left me in, mm, left in me. Sorry, I read that wrong. He'd have it too. And he was right. He could touch me without hurting himself. He touched my face. So this is obviously relating back to um, Boldy Face and Quirrell's head. For a fleeting instant, Harry thought he saw a gleam of something like triumph in Dumbledore's eyes. But next second, Harry was sure he had imagined it. You didn't. For when Dumbledore had returned to his seat behind the desk, he looked as old and weary as Harry had ever seen him. Very well, he said, sitting down again. 
Voldemort has overcome that particular barrier. Harry, continue, please. Tied to life while Voldemort lives. That was the big break. That was when um, Dumbledore probably felt like, oh, dang, this can actually happen. And by this can actually happen, I mean, Harry can sacrifice himself, get rid of the Horcrux within him and still live. And his guesses are very nearly always right. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I love He's that. A and, I, cookie. and he like can't help but have that triumphant look on his face, but then go right back to being like, we can't think about that now. Obviously I can't tell him that now. Um, yep. Let's go. Act his mind this. is reeling. You know, hey. it's reeling. Absolutely. Um, then he's like boosting him up. Like you've shown bravery tonight and shouldered a grown wizard's burden and found yourself equal to it and now have given um, us all that we have the right to expect. Like he knows that Harry is the hero in this and he knows that Harry's going to stop at absolutely nothing to take Voldemort down. And he talks yeah. about that in seven at King's cross when he's like, if you didn't know about this, what would you want? And he's like, well, I would want Voldemort dead. Well, duh, that's because you're you, right? Yeah. Not not because of a prophecy. It's not because of anything else. Like Harry in himself, just like his parents, want Voldemort dead because that's who they are, right? Mm-hmm. There was no prophecy about James or Lily. They went and joined the Order of the Phoenix because they wanted him dead. And that was all on their own with nothing attached to it, right? And that's who Harry is too. He's a born fighter. He's a born stand up for what's right kind of guy, but also break the rules when it applies to your need. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, and that's me, honey, that's Gryffindors. You follow those rules, but I can break them because I know that I'm responsible when breaking them. I'm breaking them for the right reasons. Exactly. (laughs) If that's like the most Gryffindor thing in the whole entire world. I feel like that is an incredibly Slytherin quality, too. That is definitely a commonality there. Oh, yeah. Because we know what we're doing, right, Megan? Right. Yeah, we're smart. (laughs) And Katie's over there like, don't break the rules. (laughs) Please don't. Can we not? I don't like it. (laughs) So talking about um, Harry goes through a lot of this. I don't know. I feel like this is the start of like the really extra, extra difficult part of his life. So. Um, Dumbledore says you've shown bravery beyond anything I could have expected of you tonight Harry you have shown bravery equal to those who died fighting Voldemort at the height of his power you have shouldered a grown wizard's burden and found yourself equal to it and you have now given us all that we have a right to expect and I don't know I just feel like that's what he does and he rises to the occasion every time as hard as it is Um, Mm -hmm. and then he goes on to say, you place too much importance and you always have done on the so-called purity of blood. You fail to recognize that it matters not what someone is born with that they grow to be. And Dumbledore says that to, um, uh, fudge when they're talking in the Hospital wing. I could not think of <laughs> where the word. I was just like hanging like, okay. I know. Uh, yeah. It was going to get up there. But we like, there. truly, truly, 
Fudge is an absolute fool mm. in this part. An absolute fool. And this is Dumbledore's speech at the end to the students. He says, I say to you all once again, in light of Lord Voldemort. Oh, I'm sorry. This is not. This is still in the hospital wing. The last part is in the hall. Um, I say to you all once again, in the light of Lord Voldemort's return, that we are only as strong as we are united, as weak as we are divided. Lord Voldemort's gift for spreading discord. Oh, discord. And anonymity <laughs> is very great. We can fight it only by showing an equally strong bond of friendship and trust. Differences of habit and language are nothing at all if our aims are identical and our hearts are open. Thank you. And then this part, um, I think I cried my way through big time. Remember, Cedric, remember if the time should come when you have to make a choice between what is right and what is easy. Remember what happened to the boy who is good and kind and brave because he strayed across the path of Lord Voldemort. Remember Cedric Diggory. Sorry. Just absolute <sighs> madness. Yeah. Are we ready for Order of the Phoenix? Give it to me. Because this book sucked. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh. But, like, truly, this book was really difficult, and it was really difficult for me to, like, go back and read just because of how Dumbledore operated and what he had to do in order to not have Voldemort know what the Order of the Phoenix was doing, essentially, and their plans. Um, <laughs> here we go. Starting at the beginning of the book. After the Dementors attack at Little Whinging. Witness for the defense! <laughs> <laughs> Albus Percival Wolfric Brown. Dumbledore <laughs> said a quiet voice from behind Harry who turned his head so fast he cricked his neck. Dumbledore was striding serenely across the room wearing long midnight blue robes and was perfectly calm expression. His long silver beard and hair gleamed in the torchlight as he drew level with Harry and looked up at Fudge through the half moon spectacles that rested halfway down his very crooked nose. Do you know what's interesting to me? Episky mm. wasn't used on him, huh? He could have done that. I wonder if he didn't fix his nose on purpose. So it's a reminder. I think we might have talked about that before. Like, did it get broken that night? That Ariana may have. Yeah. No. I, yeah, um, I bet. No, no the, Aberforth the broke Grindelwald. it as. Oh. No, Aberforth no, broke Aberforth. it yeah, at, yeah. A, at the funeral. Oh, punched yeah, 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 yeah. Poof. That's yeah. great. Pow, right like Hermione punched Malfoy. Poof. Yeah. Yeah. Poof, 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 poof. I. I guarantee he did not fix his nose on purpose. Yeah. He doesn't seem the type to like let himself forget and the cost of things because it keeps him moving. Mm. Onions, you know? Mm. Layers. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Ah. Oh, shoot. <sighs> Put it in the got half one right here. Hey. Um, and I love that they're like, oh, well, Fudge is like, oh, you gotta know. And he's like, I must have missed it, said Dumbledore cheerfully. However, 
Due to a lucky mistake, I arrived at the ministry three hours early. So no harm done. <laughs> he knows, man. He knows that you're Freaking garbage. sass. Uh, sorry, I need to take a drink. My throat is freaking dry. I need to get through this. Gotta get through this. Gotta get through this. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> I love that when Dumbledore like clears his throat, the Wizengamot goes silent because they know what's up. Yeah. And yeah. So now we are at the battle because if you don't remember, Dumbledore is very much absent in this book until the very end. Is he? Um, okay. <laughs> I kind of felt that way about Hermione in six for whatever reason. I was like, wait, what is she doing? Six? Cause they're fighting. Yes. <laughs> what is she doing? What does she do? <laughs> Avoiding you. I found things. Don't worry. <laughs> um, so Harry turned uh, to look where Neville was staring directly above them, framed in the doorway from the brain room. I love this brain room. Um, the brain room. Stood Albus Dumbledore, his wand aloft, his face white and furious. Harry felt a kind of electric charge surge through every particle of his body. They were saved. <coughs> Dumbledore had already sped past Neville and Harry, who had no more thoughts of leaving when the Death Eaters nearest realized Dumbledore was there and yelled to the others one of the Death Eaters ran for it scrambling like a monkey up the stone steps Dumbledore's spell pulled him back easily and effortlessly as though he had hooked him with an invisible line such cool Love magic that he's just like yeah done wrap it up I love that moment where Harry is just like they were saved it's like mm -hmm. it reminds me. I, I think that they did such a good job of that feeling in the Order of the Phoenix movie when Dumble when um the, the order. order arrives. It's when like so Kingsley, cool. it's like the white and like the music. Yes. yes it's yes. it's done so well. Guys, I love that movie. <laughs> I know people hate it, You're, but like there's aspects of it that are just lonely done that. so well. There are some, yeah. I mean, there's glimmering bright spots in, in all the movies, dare I say. Yeah. Even Deathly Hallows. <laughs> um, Deathly Hallows part one isn't that bad. Do you want to know the Death best part of part two? None of it? When <laughs> Harry grabs Voldemort answer. around the neck and then they're flying through the sky. Let's together. Let's finish this how we started, Tom. <laughs> together. I just I wish can't you take called that him Thomas. Scene seriously. Thomas. Thomas. <laughs> Together. Together. Like, no. I, that would have never they, happened. And then no. they merge. Ooh, I don't like it. The hand on, like, the faces and, like, the... Ah, no, it's so dumb. It's so freaking dumb. That was okay, that is. was 100% mm, catering a, to the time. Yeah, catering to 3D. 3D. But like, I never saw it in 3D. Who wants that? I did. I mean, it in did their look face. Cool, but like, it's terrifying. <laughs> it <looks great. laughs> yeah, I didn't see it in 3D. Uh, I would have vomited for sure. Um. Okay. In 3D, <laughs> <laughs> it's coming right at you, projectile. <laughs> uh. So now we're in uh, like that open area of the ministry and the headless golden statue. Um, springs to life, leaping from its plinth 
and landing on the floor with a great crash between Harry and Voldemort. So it's like, boom, shield. Um, we can't do a regular shield because we're like so much better than that. I'm just going <laughs> to use like the art as a shield. <laughs> Very so Let's just destroy the art. Well, yep. Uh, yeah, so the spell merely glanced off its chest and the statue flung out its arms protecting Harry. What? said Voldemort, staring around. I love that confusion. Sit with it, Voldemort. You suck. And then he breathed. <laughs> Dumbledore. <gasps> da, da, da. It was foolish for you to come here tonight, Tom, said Dumbledore calmly. The auras are on their way. And then he's like, I love that line, though. Um, what does he say? Like, by time you shall be dead. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh my god! Crash, 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 just crash. got the creepiest Voldemort face on. But that's what he looked like. I know. She did a good job. I know. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, I just love this whole fight. I think it's absolutely fantastic. Um, we both know that there are other ways of destroying a man, Tom. Like not death. Dumbledore said calmly, "Hey, I know so, you're so calm." Do you, do you pick that up? We both know there are other ways of destroying a man, Tom. Mm. That's him being like, I know about your secret. <laughs> um, continuing to walk toward Voldemort as though he had not a fear in the world, as though nothing had happened to interrupt his stroll in the hall. Merely taking your life would not satisfy me, I admit. Here, go. I love it. He has so many freaking good lines. Um... There's nothing worse than death, Dumbledore, snarled Voldemort. You are quite wrong, said Dumbledore, still closing in upon Voldemort and speaking as lightly as though they were discussing the matter over drinks. Harry felt scared to see him walking along undefended, shieldless. Um, He's not undefended. Don't worry about him. It's just great. And you know what I didn't realize that I didn't remember until I was like, oh, look at that chapter art. And then I was like, oh, that really happens. That Voldemort like conjures a shield. Like a literal shield. Oh. Instead of a shield charm, which mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting. I'm like, ooh. We I'm sure it's this? a magical shield. Are there swords? It's magical. Uh, and then I it? love this. In because, oh, oh, Leo I don't know. Pluridon. <laughs> it's a Leo Pluridon, Charlie. <laughs> a magical Leo Pluridon. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um... So Fudge is there and he's like, Dumbledore's here. Yeah, you're supposed to be caught. (laughs) 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 Cornelius, I'm ready to fight your men and win again, said Dumbledore in a thunderous voice. (laughs) Pinned you. Pinned you again. Oh, very good. Very good. I just unlocked Nala and Simba in Disney Dreamlight Valley. To help them escape the hyenas. Yep. You could be playing Zelda, but whatever. I know. Mm-hmm. I hope you feel guilty every time you put that system on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Are you? Am I? No. <laughs> um, and then... We know that people obviously like make tons and tons and tons of mistakes and that these characters are written very well. Um, 
with making those mistakes. And I love that. Um, I know there's so much that he doesn't tell Harry at the end of this book. Um, but I love that he does own up to certain mistakes that he has made. Um, and he says, it's my fault that Sirius died, said Dumbledore clearly. Um, yeah, it is. And that's right. I mean, he goes on to say that he can't take 100% credit for that because Bellatrix would never let that go. But um, what he did to Sirius was absolutely wrong. There were other ways. He could have been a dog in his office, hanging out with Foxy Boy, just chewing on bones. Cuddle bone for Foxy Boy. Um, And then... I like this last one because it is so, so true. Youth cannot know how age thinks and feels, but old men are guilty if they forget what it was to be young. And I seem to have forgotten lately. Own it. People make mistakes, but the the difference that it makes um, with everything is that when you own them and recognize them and admit when you're wrong. And not a lot of people can do that. And I like to think that I do it, but I probably don't do it every time. But, you know, <clears throat> I think we can become better people if we can admit when we are wrong. 100%. And, and own up to our mistakes. It's I'm really never wrong. Hard. <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> All right. My last one and the last one of this episode, because we've been here for 40 years. We're Moses walking through the desert. Let's go. Okay. <clears throat> We're at the beginning of Half-Blood, right? And this is where the Dursleys get owned. Truly. Judging by your look of stunned disbelief, Harry did not warn you that I was coming, said Dumbledore pleasantly. However, let us assume that you have invited me warmly into your house. It is unwise to linger over long on doorsteps in these troubled times. I like that because there's a subtle mm mm-hmm in there. Uh, it is long. It is a long time since my last visit, said Dumbledore, peering down his crooked nose at Uncle Vernon. I must say, how do I say this? That's a plant. You know plants. What is that? Agapanthus. What is that? A dinosaur plant? I don't understand what this is. <laughs> I'm, I'm Googling it. Is Me it too. a desirable? I just need to know that. They're flourishing. Well, they're also called it's lily, lily of, of the, the Nile. Nile. Oh, interesting. Lily. Protection. Lily. Okay. That's very good. Did we t- did we connect that before? I don't know. Somebody in Discord tell us because honest to God, some of the stuff we say in here, right out of my brain. Yeah, this is brand new information. I feel like we had to, like I wouldn't have read that word and not wanted to look it up. Right, right. We would hope. Oh, Janine, I think you did, and then it started a flower debate again. Thank you. Is that yeah, I hate most thing? lilies. Jeez. You what? I hate most lilies. <laughs> she hates lily. Uh, like lilies? Evans Potter. Or she like said that. day lilies. No, most lilies in general. They all kind of look the same, don't they? Yeah. They bloom for like five seconds and then the leaves fall off. And just then like it's geraniums. just ugly green flowers. So you want like a green leaves. You want like an evergreen bloom. You want something yeah. to bloom all year. Yeah. I love Lily Evans. Lupin. But I don't like (laughs) (laughs) Uh, orchids annoy me. 
Sam asked you like orchids. They oh, just kind like, of annoy like, me. Like what annoyance do you get <laughs> from freaking florals? I need to know. You see that and you're automatically irritated. Like yeah. I can't stand this. How yeah. dare there be floral arrangement of orchids in this place? Well, I will say orchids look a little suggestive, first of all. And second, what flower doesn't? Orchids also, like, <laughs> if you lose that bloom, like, good luck getting another one. You just got a green stalk in dirt for, like, years. Like, what's the point? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> orchids are suggestive <laughs> put them on picture. the list put it on who the are list. you georgia o'keefe <laughs> i am an artiste what i am an artiste you are I have an art degree <laughs> <laughs> i have an art degree <laughs> actually a bachelor uh, of arts <laughs> oh my god all right well <laughs> that means sorry orchids we hardly knew ye <laughs> I don't and know what's Panthers wrong with me. Started it. There's a lot. <laughs> I know, I know, and it's mostly just flowers. <laughs> it's really just like vegetation. I know. It is. You 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 hate vegetation. No. And no, did no. you know agriculture? Would that be more appropriate? Landscaping. Landscaping. I don't know. But can we talk about this for a second? And then yeah. I truly need to move on because I have to go <laughs> put my child to bed. But this woman. And I bet it what it was you, wasn't it, Megan? Hmm. Put on your shared Instagram page with your wife storms. <laughs> A stormy sky. And what did that say? What did it say, Megan? I love the aesthetic of storms. <laughs> but Tiffany can't. Yeah. You exactly. can't have that. <laughs> I don't like your love of the aesthetic of storms but i love the aesthetic of storms. i love it too much yeah you love it too i take much. away from you yeah <laughs> okay only one can love it and it's meg i think Do you want to know Megan what the problem is, is jealous of my love for the aesthetics of storms she wants my love all for herself i think what it is <laughs> is that i can get by with a fake aesthetic of storms and you can't and that's where the problem lies Get a sound machine. <laughs> Get a sound it. machine. <laughs> oh my God. I love you. Said hi. By the way, I love you too. Hi, I love Foz. you more than the aesthetics of storms. <sighs> I love you right. more than the aesthetic of storms too. All right. As long as we're being honest with one another, Zuni. Yeah. Um. I admit I made a mistake in saying I love it. Oh, that's what you get. Sneeze. God, it's <laughs> the freaking vegetation up in here. <laughs> Oh, Blame the orchids. God. It's orchids. It's the suggestiveness <laughs> of the orchids. Uh, all right. <laughs> so Vernon goes, I don't mean to be rude, he began, in a tone that threatened rudeness in every syllable. Yet sadly, accidental rudeness occurs alarmingly often. Dumbledore finished the sentence gravely. Best to say nothing at all, my dear man. Ah, and this must be Petunia. Awkward. Um, I like yeah. petunias. Okay. <laughs> you I don't like lilies. You like Isn't that funny? Petunias. Because I love Lily the character and I hate Petunia the character, but I don't like Lily flowers and I do like Petunia flowers. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. You're an interesting human. I know. <sighs> but I love you. Mm-hmm. I love you too. Your lists are getting long. Okay. Um, <laughs> another great quote from this whole scene. Shall we assume that you have invited me into your sitting room? <laughs> <laughs> I would assume that you were going to offer me a refreshment, Dumbledore said to Uncle Vernon, but the evidence so far suggests that that would be optimistic to the point of foolishness. <laughs> <laughs> He's just so sassy at the start of this book. It's so great. Savage. And then it gets really good. Now, as you already know, the wizard called Lord Voldemort has returned to this country. The wizarding community is currently in a state of open warfare. Harry, whom Lord Voldemort has already attempted to kill on a number of occasions, is in even greater danger now than the day when I left him upon your doorstep 15 years ago. With a letter explaining about his parents' murder and expressing the hope that you would care for him as though he were your own. Dumbledore paused, and although his voice remained light and calm, he gave no obvious sign of anger. Harry felt a chill emanating from him and noticed that the Dursleys drew very slightly close together. You did not do as I have asked you. You have never treated Harry as a son. He has known nothing but neglect and often cruelty at your hands. The best that can be said is that he at least escaped from the appalling damage you have inflicted upon this unfortunate boy sitting between you. And you know what kills me about that? Is literally right after he says that about Dudley, Petunia's like, what? Did he kid? She disregards all the stuff that he said previously. Yep. One ear out the other. She doesn't care. She's... And that's why she didn't say anything at the end of seven. Yeah, she hovers on words, but she missed her opportunity and she can kick rocks. She I'm sorry. Is like I really don't like her. Incredibly mm-hmm. unredeemable to me. Yeah. Just. Uh, yeah. I think about toddler Harry, mm-hmm. and it makes me sick. Yeah. It literally, like, it makes me sick. Yeah. Like, two, like, two, three, four year old Harry. Can you imagine? Especially, that, like, that'd be thinking like almost back. like Jamesy boy getting dropped off at somebody's doorstep and then being yeah. abused in that way. And like is abuse thinking of like the photo of him on the little toy broomstick and James chasing after him and like how he went from that to the Dursleys to like ignored and unliked. It's a miracle he turned out to be good. Such a rage. Yeah, truly. So if y'all want to give Petunia and Vernon redeemable things. I don't think you can. Yeah, they're not for me at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is one of everybody's favorite quotes. And now, Harry, let us step out into the night and pursue that flighty temptress adventure. I love that quote. Yeah. So good. This next one's also great. Um, we're with Slughorn now. No, I was merely reading the Muggle magazine, said Dumbledore. I do love knitting patterns. <laughs> <laughs> this is when Michael Gammon started getting it right. Yeah. yeah. Just in time for his character to die. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Um, okay. Now we're in the Weasley's shed and he's talking about um, if you'd never knew there was a prophecy, what would you want to happen? And he's like, well, I'd want Voldemort done. Um, he says, spoken like both your mother and father's son and Sirius's true godson, said Dumbledore with an approving pat on Harry's back. 
I take my hat off to you, or I would if I were not afraid of showering you in spiders. <laughs> Ew. I, spider I shower sounds cute. like the worst kind of nightmare. Mm, for Ron, definitely. Um, and now we're looking at memories and stuff. And <coughs> sorry. He's like, from this point forth, we shall be leaving the firm foundation of fact and journeying together through the murky marshes of memory into the thickets of wildest guesswork. And I just the way that love the way that that's written. I um, I love the way that he speaks. I need to hear a conversation between Albus Dumbledore and Moira Rose because those words flinging yeah. off each other would be <laughs> amazing. Yes, yeah, it would be amazing. It really would. Um, and now we're hunting Horcruxes. Oh, I need to go back to something that I thought of while I was reading. Um, three different times Dumbledore has come onto the scene. And I think the first time was Goblet of Fire where he, Harry felt some kind of burning emanating from Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. And then in five, he felt that electric Right. There was like an electricity that went through him when Dumbledore arrived at the ministry. And now this, um, when his conversation mm-hmm. with the Dursleys, he felt a chill. H- headcanon now, because I just connected this like two minutes ago. Um, I feel like Dumbledore is so powerful that there's like a raw power that physically emanates from him. That An ancient power, room. would you say? Ew. I, so. I don't know. I just feel like. <laughs> No, I like that. It's like too much for his body to contain. So it comes out, you know how the magic comes out when they're little because they can't control it. I feel like that's what his does, except it puts certain feelings about into the room. I feel like it's ancient magic from Hogwarts legacy. No, truly though. I love, I love that theory that you came up with. I like that. Well, let's go back into ancient magic because that's what we think that this is. Um, so they're at the cave and, and Dumbledore is like, this is the spot. And Harry says, how can you tell? Harry spoke in a whisper. It has known magic, said Dumbledore simply. Harry could not tell whether the shivers he was experiencing were due to his fine, deep coldness or to the same awareness of the enchantments. There you go. You can That's feel it. emanating. Dumbledore I feel does it that. in my fingers. No, I feel it in my toes. <laughs> Ancient magic all around me. <laughs> Voldy doesn't know. Oh doesn't my know. god! <laughs> Amazing. Um, Voldy also, doesn't know should be a song, man. Voldy doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I love this part because he says um, no to Harry using his own blood. He's like, your, your blood is worth more than mine. And I'm like, oh, the kindness there. Um, and then more of this ancient magic thing that we think. Uh, how did you know that that was there? Harry asked in astonishment. Magic always leaves traces. So this is about the chain that he's pulling up for the boat. Um, as the boat hit the bank with a gentle bump, sometimes very distinctive traces. I taught Tom Riddle. I know his style. So I think like Voldemort's using these old spells and Dumbledore's like, yeah, I know already. Thank you. I invented that before you were born. <laughs> um, and then 
there's a moment where later on where they're talking about <sighs> Voldemort's underestimating of Harry. And he says, Voldemort's mistake, Harry. Harry, Voldemort's mistake. Age is foolish and forgetful when it underestimates youth. Yes, absolutely, that's true. Um, and then talking more about, like, death and, I guess, the inferior. Um, There's nothing to be feared from a body, Harry, any more than there is anything to be feared from the darkness. <laughs> Lord Voldemort, who, of course, secretly fears both, disagrees. But once again, he reveals his own lack of wisdom. It is the unknown we fear when we look upon death and darkness. Nothing more. Um, and then when he says, you swore to obey me, Harry, go. There's just power in that moment. And mm -hmm. he's saving him in that moment. It's like, what would have happened if Harry would not have listened and gotten under the cloak? Right. I it's bet he one, would have been captured. It's one thing to... Like, immobilize him. But the cloak. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's it. <sighs> All right. <clears throat> and I took an episode. You're welcome, everyone. I'm yeah, glad we, you, like, we decided for an hour and a half. We, we decided to... Snows were so long, which is great. That we're going to split. So this, don't be sorry. So this is the tip <laughs> show, like we said. And then next time, Meg and I will finish up with our characters. But this actually works out. We won't spoil it, but it works out with planning. It does. It's going to be okay. So it's fine. It was meant to be. Uh, there was um, so much more that I didn't add. <laughs> Dumbledore's um, a heavy, heavy he's a heavy character. character. Yeah. Hermione's going to be a lot too. Mm -hmm. It'll be okay. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. I am going to do some lightning bolt questions. We are going to make these actual really? lightning bolt questions. Okay. Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. I'm ready. Sam asked, do you think Harry learned some of his sass from Dumbledore? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, Sam also asked if bonds and bargains in the wizarding world were like the Moss verse where you get a tattoo, what tattoo would show up for Harry and Pettigrew? I thought that was cool. Oh, um, <clears throat> What a if it was rat, like a really like a, old? Oh, I was gonna say a rat on Harry and a um stag on Pettigrew. Okay, I like that. I was <laughs> I was gonna be like, what if it's literally like old school tattoo design of like a rat, you know, <laughs> with like thick black outline, like the bright color shading, like mm -hmm. just old fashioned tattoo with like the lettering and everything that says mm -hmm. like Pettigrew or something. I'm going to say a rat tail because it looks like a worm and that's what worm tail is. Oh, I like that. Mm. That's good. We are worms. <laughs> we are worms. <laughs> uh, Mike P asks, whose list is more petty? Filch's <laughs> or mine? Megan's. <laughs> I'm going to go Filch. Then Filch, she's got 427 items, Tiffany. Yeah, you Meg has reasoning. <laughs> Meg has a reason for Meg everything on that list. Orchids are suggestive is not a reason. <laughs> <laughs> they are. <sighs> Sam with another one. She's got good ones today. Uh, okay, but does Dumbledore wear matching socks or mismatched socks? I could see both. I think he matches. 
but they're they're funky. Yeah, I agree with that. They match, but they're funky. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Um. Okay, Mia asks, what is your favorite book for Dumbledore moments? One book. Deathly Hallows. Okay. But I couldn't put that in this episode. That's true. That's true. <laughs> what would you think is your number two? I'm just curious. Half-Blood. Half-Blood, okay. That makes sense. Katie, do you have one? I'm between Half-Blood and Sorcerers. I was between Sorcerers and Deathly Hallows. Yeah. Um, Go- Goblet has that moment, though, at the end that's like... Oof. Yeah, he's really great at the end of Goblet. Mm-hmm. I... I love Goblet so much more than I used good. to. Yeah. Yeah. Same. It's crazy how I didn't like it. Not that I didn't like it, but it's my least favorite. It was. Yeah. Uh, okay. <coughs> Excuse me. Two more. They're quick. Okay. I can never remember if it's Evie or Evie, and I'm I so know. sorry. I think I it's so Evie. Asks, do you think Vernon and Petunia ever realized how they abused Dudley? No. 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 I don't think they cared to know. No. Um, and then last one again from Sam. What would you want Dumbledore to knit you? Knit me? Mm-hmm. Mm, socks. I would want mittens. I'd like a hat. I like that we all picked something different. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's Evie. Gosh, I'm so sorry. Evie. I'm going to remember Evie. Evie. Like, so our like, Evie. Same Pokemon. as the child that I watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's more than just the child that okay, I watch. I love her to death. Gotta catch a love. All, All right. right. Go, 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 go. Oh, sorry. Fan story. Okay. This fan story comes from Julia Freuk from April 2022. Nice. Hello, Swishers. I recently Hi. found your podcast and have been binging it. I recently started a new job and have a lot of time working on my own. So I found your podcast to keep me company. I'm only on episode 90 right now, but really look forward to all the episodes to come. If the story is ever used, I won't know for quite a while. I wonder if you're we caught gave up. gave you a year. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, like many others, I started reading the books when I was young. I think it was third grade. My school had a one million word reader goal. That's so cool. Students that read one million words got a prize. I'm an overachiever. Overachiever? Overachiever. Katie. Slow down. I'm an overachiever, so of course I had to go for it. All the Harry Potter books combined get you over a million words. Oh my God, that's awesome. I completed the million words and the prize was a limo ride with all the other million word readers and we got to go to Culver's for lunch. That's so cool. That's amazing. Culver's has been around since... You were in third grade. Why did I like just discover Culver's like not that long ago? They have nice ice creams. They do. (laughs) They also have solid burgers. Oh, dude, I love their burgers, but I don't Mm. like their fries. Sorry. Cheese curds. Always sub for cheese curds. Yeah. Which, as Claudia said, I too over cheese. See, we're over (laughs) cheesers. This started my motivation to read them, but I quickly became obsessed. My whole family was soon reading them and it became a way for us all to connect. When I started date, started dating my now husband, he thought I was a major nerd because he had never read the books. The teasing was short-lived, though, because soon he was reading the books and loved them just as much as me. The books continued to bring my family together. I 
Recently lost my aunt, who I was very close with. When she mm-hmm. died, I started rereading the books and watching the movies again. They were a great comfort. Now my nephew has started reading them, and it was so fu- so much fun having the love renewed. I drive him to school, and we talk constantly about Harry Potter. His favorite thing is to go through every single family member and list their Hogwarts house all the way down to the pets. I'm so excited I found your podcast. I'm sorry I missed out for so long on such a fun podcast. I feel like mm, it keeps me company while I... Right. I feel like it keeps me company while I work alone in my office. You all are so funny and have great insight. Insights. What's wrong with me? Thank you for all you do, Julia. P.S. I'm a Ravenclaw with Gryffindor as a close second. My favorite character is Hermione. My Patronus is a fox. And my favorite book is The Half-Blood Prince. Very good. Yeah, Half-Blood Prince. Thank you, Julia. Thank you, Julia. I'm sorry about your aunt. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I love that you found solace and that you connect with your family with this. I think that's amazing. I love that you got to go on a limo ride to Culver's. Right? How cute is that? Please I, tell me if you got a Culver's? shake. Yes. Yeah. All right, cool. Thank you. That sounds great. Okay, guys, here's a bone joke. <laughs> I don't know if that's, I don't know if that all got taken out or what, but if you were in I'm Discord. Sure well, if it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> if you know you know <sighs> why couldn't the skeleton get out of bed he was bone tired mm. no bones about it speaking <laughs> of bones hold on i'm not gonna flash it really though Look at hey <laughs> is that the skeleton is it like the disney skeletons no they're doing ohio oh cute, nice cute. i like that <laughs> This one I have to read because I can literally hear it in Alana's voice and I don't know why. Oh. I think she would love this. Why do you call, or sorry, what do you call a skeleton who lies? A phony baboni. Oh. I can just hear her saying it. That's an Alana I, Okay, I'm going to tell her that joke. Here, I'll text it to you so you don't forget. Okay, thank you. Because you know I will because I'm a goldfish. Oh my gosh. Okay. Wow. After those hilarious jokes from Katie, make sure that you follow us on social media. Myself and Katie are on Instagram and TikTok at the Petrus family. And Tiffany is on Instagram and TikTok at Tiff Swish underscore flick. Um, One thing. Yes. Tears of the kingdom, baby. What else am I going to do? <laughs> no, honestly, though, that and I'm listening to the unhoneymooners. I'm only on chapter five, so not very far. And you're liking it, though? (laughs) Yeah, it's enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of the unhoneymooners. Lots of Harry Potter references. There's like been three. Oh, man. I haven't read it in a long time. (gasps) Yeah. We should have asked them what their Hogwarts houses were. Mm. Who? Instead, everybody asked them if they were Team Edward or Team Jacob. So speaking of what we're talking about, um, (laughs) that's what we did is we went to St. Louis this past weekend and we met Christina Lauren, our favorite author duo who wrote all of like my favorite books that I've ever read. read. I was going to say written. I've never written a book. Um, they wrote The Soulmate Equation, The Unhoneymooners, Love in Other Words, and they just recently came out with The True Love Experiment. So they're nice. doing a book tour right now. Um. And it was such a blast. We also went to go and visit Regine and Kelly because they live in St. Louis. So shout out to them. We miss you what guys up? and love you. What up? Um, I finished Air of Fire. Yeah, she did. Yay. And I can bend my knee to 60 degrees. Woo! Woo! Ah! Is it really baby. hard there? Is it comfortable? No, but I can do but it. But you can do it. That's all that matters. <laughs> I can do it. 
Um, okay, so shout out to Janine from Ravenclaw. She got bingo tonight. So Hey-o. she earned some points for Ravenclaw. Good job, um, and birds. That means <laughs> that the standings are... Why can I, like, I never know oh. how to pull them. Someone pulled them. Oh, thank you. Ravenclaw is in first with 12,263 points. Hufflepuff's in second with 11,000... 772 Slytherin is in third with one eleven thousand seven hundred sixty five, and Gryffindor has broken ten thousand. Yeah, yo. fourth place yes. ten thousand thirty five. Uh, yeah. Good job, Lions. <laughs> but like we're Lions were like really in the chat though. Yeah, if you continue, I think you still have a chance. Yeah, for sure. Don't give up. Don't give up. Gryffindors mm-hmm. wouldn't give up. Nope. Um, okay. Speaking of points, trivia for those who are listening like real time is this Friday. Yep. You can win massive points for your house. You sure can. Is it, is it, I need to, I need to remember what I did last time, but we gave Mm -hmm. everybody who was there participation points. Mm-hmm. And then the winners got like, like big, bumps. big points, yeah. like the top three. Yeah, got top big three points. get big points, and then there's always a prize. Yep. So, yeah. so yeah, come to trivia. We need lions. Trivia is at seven. 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 Yep. And if you forget, it's in the notice board in Discord because I forget and things the second I hear it on our Instagram. Yes, you're correct. Just like yeah. on our page in a post. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, that's it, right? <laughs> yeah, that is it. This episode is uh, for me. I'd like to thank <laughs> me for doing the doc. I'd like to thank me for doing all the notes. I'd like to thank me for leading all the discussion. <laughs> this is for Teef Brian O'Malley. <laughs> yep, the Teef takeover. The Teef takeover. Oh, I love it. It's the Teef takeover. You're all you are all welcome. I'm hope you weren't sick of listening to me talk and cough and get a dry throat throughout this entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Tiffany takeover. <laughs> you will lose. Okay. Um, that concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening and don't let the muggles get you down. Kara <gasps> out here Getting us download numbers, doing God's work. <laughs> oh, doing God's work. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't even know. We stopped where Katie and I couldn't remember what we did three minutes ago. Because so. <laughs> we are goldfish. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. 
book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.